The Beers and Beards podcast is brought to you by Rivalry Brews. Rivalry Brews ships fresh Ohio-made beer directly to your home, all with flat-rate shipping. They offer create-your-own-beer boxes, as well as pre-selected best brewery beer boxes and some great snacks to pair with your beer. With offerings from great Ohio breweries like Great Lakes, Fatheads, Masthead, Fretboard, Mad Tree, Urban Artifact, Wolf's Ridge, Birdfish, and Twin Oaks, there's definitely something for everyone. And now, use our new code BEERSBEARDS10 to get 10% off your mix and match box from any of their 30-plus Ohio breweries. They offer fast, hassle-free delivery, and thanks to our partnership, you can get 10% off when you use code BEERSBEARDS10 at RivalryBrews.com. Daytime edition, part two. That's how we roll, <laughs> David McKinney. Do people yeah, see nobody... we, we don't pull the curtains back that much. We recorded right. a whole episode, and it was not Terrible. up to our standards and we had yes. don't have very high standards to start with so i know yeah if you listen we talk about it all the time if you listen to the early shows the dark ages yeah we recorded in a i literally recorded sitting on the toilet one time I thought it, <laughs> it was- is surprisingly <laughs> difficult i was thinking about this it is surprisingly difficult to get audio to sound good like i remember back in the day we were just like ah whatever you know blog talk radio and then it's actually like, okay, now podcast world and you listen to professional podcasts and then yeah. you listen to, I guess we would be, I think we would be like semi-pro right now. Like we yeah. were like weekend warriors. Yeah. I don't, I can't tweak it. To me. I, I think we sound good in my ears when I listen back, yeah. but, but whatever it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm very, I don't know. I, I, I have the Juan Valley syndrome where I want things to be perfect, perfect, but then sometimes I don't have the energy to make them perfect. Yes. Have you That's considered called... using chat GPT for anything? Cause I'm about to. No, I don't know what that is. What? Where have you been? Chat GPT. GPT? Basically it's an AI. You ask it to do something and it will do it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So like write me a blog about the five top bourbons in Kentucky and it'll do about it. The four horsemen. Yeah, anything. Top four horsemen. Top four horsemen. Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, <laughs> Lex Luger, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. She's a horsewoman. Oh, so now you're sexist and misogynistic. Okay. Yeah, but she doesn't call herself a horseman. Horse person. <laughs> Do you watch Rick and Morty? There's a guy named Bird Person on there. No. He's a bird. I don't watch it. Anyway, this um, is the Beers and Beards podcast. I'm Gary. That's David. It's round two for the week. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon here. I know it's bright and sunny yeah. where I am. I did a nice, I'm, I'm training for a marathon again. So I ran just a little seven mile run this morning, Gary. Just a little seven miles. While you were watching your Saturday morning cartoons. No, I was at the gym. Um, and then when Dave was like, hey, you ready? And I was like, yeah, I'm not seeing a picture <laughs> of me on the toilet. At the gym. Do you do... So when you run, yeah, and I've me and Abby talked about. I, there's a part of me that wants to be a runner, but there's a part of me that's talked so much shit about you and other people that run <laughs> running <laughs> that I don't. Now that uh, now that I've taken a, 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 the load literally off my back, I feel like I could. I don't know. I could be a like I could probably in six months beat you in a race, but as far as being competitive in the real world, I don't know. Well, 
That sounds like a challenge, Gary. So, so it's funny you said my neighbor literally. Could you beat me in a – well, let's do it this year, uh-huh. 5K. Mm-hmm. It's 5,000 miles. Yep. <laughs> now, 5K, we're going to do a 5 – you can you can pick whenever you want mm-hmm. to do a 5K. I'm not paying to do a 5K, David. They're going to pay me. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, the Beers and Beards guy. We'll do a live podcast while we're running. No, we'll get some audio of you while you're running. That'll be great. I'll probably just be and saying, then, yeah, you won't beat me. So you, you've been in my recording space and there's a garage door, even though this is not a garage, it's a basement, but my neighbor directly out from here is a guy I went to high school with and he just retired from the military and we, I saw him at the, I see him at the gym. I see him out walking his dogs and stuff. And the other day he was like, I'm training for a triathlon. Yeah. And he I says, I hate to swim and I hate <laughs> to bike. And I said, it sounds to me like you're a dumbass. <laughs> I do the three things. <laughs> yeah. So today at the gym, I saw him just chugging away on the bike, and I was like, bless you. Son. Yeah, I can't do st- – like, I run on tr- on the treadmill every once in a while, and I did a triathlon last year. I, I, every once in a while, I can do treadmill, but there, I cannot do a stationary bike. I – Yeah. It's just for not for me. It's it's. I mean, as boring as being on a treadmill is, stationary bike is even worse. So, spoiler alert: neither David or I were in Maine to purchase the winning, um, lottery ticket. Lottery ticket. But um, I did, yeah. David. Match one number. Nice, and that pays so you got zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah, unless it's the power. What was it? The Mega Millions or Powerball? I don't think it was the Mega Millions. Okay, so the Mega, the Mega, Mega Ball. I think it's called. Yeah, you get two dollars if you match that, and nothing else. Or I don't know. I don't know if that's still how much it is. But I didn't feel the fever pitch, like when the Powerball was at a billion. Yeah, there was lines at all the gas stations. People buying that shit, but I did not feel (laughs) that for the Mega Millions. You, I didn't know you can buy lottery t- like uh, like Mega Millions on like an app now. Like, yeah. You can buy stuff. I mean, we are in the we are in the future, Gary. Because it used to be you could only buy it with cash. Now you can buy with like, your credit like card. lottery tickets. Yeah, like I'm going in debt to try to win. This is this is what I see for myself. You know, it's it's 2023. Mm-hmm. We talked about Chat GPT AI. When will it become a possibility? that I can be Biff from Back to the Future and... We're already past that, though. That was 2015, get... right? What? Back to the Future. The Future was 2015. Oh, I don't know. We're way past that. You got to go to the 80s cafe. Yeah. I, I just want the <laughs> almanac and then go back in time and then win every World Series, every Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I want to win every because everyone because that would be a little. What were they going to think? This motherfucker was a time traveler, David. Like, oh, this guy came back and just (laughs) got all that. No, nobody would suspect it. That would be suspicious. I would win like every other one, or like I would win. Yeah, I mean, because you you will have some uh, what's his name, James Krause type situation. Man, the UFC is ripe to just shit the bed this year. Uh, between yeah. James Krause and the and the, I read where that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like there's a bunch of stuff they've not talked about. Oh yeah, in the, I mean Dana White is, is a huge gambler, and 
I wouldn't put it past him to 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 have bet on the the UFC Rose on fight. Then <laughs> then speaking of Dana White, slaps the bejesus out of his wife oh and his God. punishment. Get, David, did you see his punishment? Yeah, he has to live with himself. Right, that sounds terrible. In the one, like I'm, I would say I'm a fan of Ariel Hawani. Like a lot of his shit, he just gets on my nerves. But he said that's great, but there has to be consequences. You know, right? Like I'm sure everybody that got a DUI that crashed and killed somebody would just love to just live with themselves, but no, they have to pay the consequences, and he has no consequences other than the slap fighting league got taken off TBS, which I didn't even know was still a station. <laughs> TBS, yeah, that's what uh, they have. Um, AEW is on TBS, exactly. So who who and they who had the Burt Kreiser show. What was it called? Uh, with uh, Cody Cody Rhodes, um, uh, America's Next Top. No, the uh, Go Big Show. Yeah, I got tickets to see Burt Kreiser. I was going to ask you, and I was like, Ah, yeah. you've already seen him. You you wouldn't care. Where Where are you going? Rupp Arena in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Nice. He's about to blow up. He's he's got his movie coming out this year. Yeah, but the trailer did not look that funny. He's starting rehab in, in six months. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like it's the 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 movie is is based on the story of the machine, right? It, loosely, like watch the trailer. It's not okay. Like he it, from what I gather from the trailers, he meets like this Russian spy, and. He robbed her parents from on the train back. In the, it's weird. Mark Hamill yeah. plays his dad. I think uh, Bert Kreischer is the guy that when he the, the harder he tries to be funny, the less funny he is to me. Yeah, just tell just tell your normal stories, you know. Right, like he's not like Tom Segura is a, a master. I think a, a master joke writer uh, and, and really good at crafting a story and and coming up with with you know different you know, different jokes. Yeah. I don't think Bert is, is that level of, of comedian. I think he more is like a good storyteller. Yeah. Good storyteller. The big kind of goofy guy, you know, he has his, his, his thing where he takes his shirt off and, and um, not to say that he's not, he's hilarious, but that's not his, like, I wouldn't think of him in like a scripted movie being right. like this huge, you know, movie hilarious star. person, yeah. movie star. Yeah. He's no Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, that's one, true. I think you know you've been a fan of comedy, but I I want to I want to take a little. Credit I like for comedy. Into I like a, laughing into these stand up comedians, and I think when COVID hit, Joey Diaz kind of went into hiding. And I think if Joey was still out in the public, and you got to see a lot of his stuff, like that's he's he's yeah. what Burt Kreischer should aspire to be. <laughs> I and I you know Joey was. I was more familiar with him just because of his, like, he's always been, like, loosely connected to the MMA world. Kind of, yeah. So I've always been, like, he was always on, like, MMA Junkie Radio and stuff like that, and I, I was more familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his, I don't know what the... There was a... Um, what's he afraid of COVID or afraid of... He's, I don't know. No, he's, he, he moved from California during COVID, went to Jersey, yeah. and just kind of... Like quit his podcast that he had, the Church of What's Happening Now, which I probably listened to out of. I probably didn't miss a week for two years. That's how, and he was doing two a week sometimes. Um, and he does like the morning joint now, where he smokes weed and like just talks, and it's okay. But the morning joint, yeah. And so, but I, w- I've seen him twice, and 
both times, like I was gasping for air and how, because he is extremely obscene. Yeah. To, but the way that I am, you know, like that's the kind of comedy that gets to me, you know, and really politically incorrect. But anyway, this is a, this is a spirit show, David. We talk about bourbon. We talk about non-alcoholic beer. David is now, what is today? The 13th, 14, 14. days into yeah. dry January. God bless you. Yeah. Are you truly, have you, have you maybe had a sip? Have you no, a nothing. little white wine with dinner? The only, and I mean, I don't consider this to be cheating at all, but like some, some non, non-alcoholic beer says, you know, up to a half a percent of alcohol. And that's the only thing that, and I did swig, um, some cologne. <laughs> I was, I've been drinking my mouthwash, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I, I actually haven't. Um, I've honestly enjoyed the, 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 honestly, the weekends are the hardest to do. Cause it's like, what am I going to do? Like. So I've, I've been, um, having more like last weekend I did an MMA event. So I drove there, did the MMA event and drove home on Saturday. So, okay. And then Sunday I'm watching the football game. I'm like, Oh, I'll just drink an NA beer. Um, and enjoyed that. And then, yeah. And then obviously, well, this show is not hard because I, I, you know, have non-alcoholic beer, um, specifically for the show, including one that uh, no one will ever hear about that I drank on our show yeah. the other night. But I do have a beer um, from the same brewery, di- totally different style, still non-alcoholic, but totally different beer and beer style. So um, why don't we do? Why don't we break that? Why don't we break into it, Gary? Go ahead, just snow. All right, so Pop the top, baby. Uh, the uh, first of all, check out Athletic Brewing. Uh, they've got um, the, I guess, the biggest non-alcoholic craft beverage company craft beer company um you can get a free six pack if you click the show notes click the link in our show notes um i have a a couple i think i at least have one more athletic brewing beer that i'm going to try maybe next week um but i've been hearing that the untitled art brewery in out of wisconsin has they make some really good na beers um i had the one on the show the other night um i actually have been kind of on twitter my twitter mma mckinney been um, posting all the NA beers and drinks. And, and I actually had a mocktail last night too, Gary, that I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about, but um, yeah, so I've, I got my, my review of that. But, and then today um, I got a watermelon Goza, non-alcoholic beer, Gary. Watermelon. So, watermelon. Watermelon Goza. sugar. Hi. I think watermelon is very um, uh, like polar for, for people. Like they either love watermelon or they hate it, especially like watermelon flavored things. Yeah. Um, but this is like, where do you think so it's very like bright, like water, you know, bright pinkish. It's, it's pretty hate. That like, does not look pink. like that. That kind of looks like a watermelon, but where do you think off topic like that watermelon pinkish reddish color as somebody who's been into the seasoning and spices and all that world yeah. and you know, you, you eat some hippie shit too. Where do you think like. What is the watermelon Jolly Rancher flavor based off of? Because it sure shit ain't watermelon. I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, where, who's um, like, you know what? Yeah. We're just going to make it the color of watermelon and call it watermelon. <laughs> and it's Taste. so sweet. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, where does that? Because watermelon isn't that. I mean, unless you get like a super ripe, super juicy watermelon, it's not that sweet. Yeah. And grapes. More like, yeah. Great. And I don't mean to pick on, um, on Jolly Rancher. But you know what I mean? Like, that's not what grape, grapes don't really have a taste. The worst 
thing is like, have you ever had like uh, fake banana flavors? Like I uh, used to buy bags of banana runts. Oh god, for my wife, <laughs> not for me. Oh, for, for you, Abby. for your wife, yeah. And I, th- they were the word like, I like it. Run again. There's no fruit. Yeah, runts are good. There's no fruit juice. It's, There's yeah, no fruit, fruit extract in runts. What flavor is juicy fruit gum? Like what? What's just fruit? Yeah, you know, flavor. God's fruit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I have no idea. So sorry um, to get this off. Actually, this actually, this smells beer. like watermelon, though. It smells like a fresh, fresh watermelon. Um, if they want to be legit, they will put a few watermelon. They, they'd have seedless and um, and, Hans. and it does seeded. look like there's a little bit of seeds in there, but it smells like watermelon. Um, not like it, sometimes gozes are you know will, will be sour. It doesn't smell sour. Let's give it a give it a taste here. Not to be confused with Gozer from Ghostbusters. That's really good. It- it's not, not. I thought it would be really sweet. It's not real, not super sweet. Um, more on like the, and not really that tart either. Um, but very refreshing. Um, this would be great. More in the like summer. a beer or a fruit juice. January. What would you say? Um, like a, more like a fruit juice. Yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> it, say. It, it is. Um. I actually had their um a sour from they have a, a tropical sour I think it was uh I forget what flavor, what fruits it was again but... tropical punch what's that supposed to taste like yeah <laughs> um I had mango dragon fruit fruited sour from not uh Untitled Art last night and it was it was very sweet and very lightly carbonated this one actually is a little bit more carbonation than that one but. Very enjoyable. And the other thing too, Gary, is Gozas are like, it's a style of, you know, similar to a, a sour beer. I know you like sour beers. Yes. Um, and typically Gozas are really low alcohol to begin with, like three, 4%. Um, so I feel like if you're, you know, taking the alcohol out of this, it's not going to denature it as much as like a, you know, a beer that's meant to be a six, 7% IPA. Um, you don't have to, cause a lot of places they, they heat the, the uh, beverage to take the alcohol out of it. Um, and I guess the alcohol evaporates. Um, and if it's less, you know, you would probably apply just, I don't know that I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like it would be true. You probably have to apply less heat if there's less alcohol, I would think naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is good. This is, and I will say this. Um, I know that athletic brewing is, is our sponsor, but untitled art is definitely by far the best NA beers that I've had. Um, they all are close to the style um, that, that they're supposed to be not that like, and I think I mentioned this about the IPA uh, the other night, not that overly multi flavor that, that I get with a lot of the, uh, the non, non-alcoholic beers. Um, and, and yeah, again, just very close to the, to the style that they're supposed to be. Um, and they have a lot of different, a wide variety of styles too. So like this is a Goza, they have an IPA, they have like a, a s'mores stout that I really want to try. Um, but yeah, this one this one's up there. This is like four out of five, um, in terms of probably you know rating on a scale because it's it's non alcoholic. But um, I would enjoy this either way, um, if I, even if I wasn't doing dry January. So yeah, shout out to Untitled Art. They weekend? make some great NA beers. I don't know why. You want to go to Disney? I'm drop you. Nope. <clears throat> um. Are we going to Disney as a family? 
No. This is this is better than oh. Disney. So better than um Disney. check where I just sent you there as I okay. tell you about I just lost it. Where'd it go? Oh. Preparations are underway at the Lexington's Griffin Gate Hotel, which is like five minutes from my office, to welcome amateurs, aficionados, and everyone in between to Bourbon Con 2023. <laughs> Bourbon Con 2023 okay. is set to be a one-stop shop for everything. Kentucky Bourbon will feature an array of activities, amenities, and alcohol, including, are you ready? Yeah. More than 30 distillery booths with samples and swag, Jake Cigars, Expert-led discussions and Q&A. We've not been invited yet, but I feel like it's Right, Manic, I'm sure we'll be there. On-site liquor store, live entertainment, resort activities, VIP lounge. The two-day nice. event is scheduled for January 20th and 21st and begins at 10 a.m. I need, we need to figure this out. We may need to go to this. Are that would be in- great if I wasn't doing dry January. <laughs> Your driver's license <laughs> still holds up, don't it? because <laughs> yeah. i can do what i want you can smoke a cigar yeah um where do i, I you know I out more I, about this? yeah i do want to get into and i think cigars can be a slippery slope too you're like i have one you know a special occasion it's like i have one on a, once a month and then you're like oh, i'm smoking a lot and i don't really like smoking so i think you uh-huh. um I mentioned to you because you are a, a a person who uh, dips, mm-hmm. and you I, I saw a coffee. What are they called? Coffee grinds, tea bags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were, but they were. I mean, I guess I wouldn't put just regular coffee. You know, I guess it would be the same coffee grounds. Um, but you hit instead of nicotine, you get a hit of caffeine. See, that's in there. um. So, if we go next Saturday, Chef Jeffrey Zarklin, question and answer with a cooking demo, oh, a, okay. a mixologist competition, on-site bourbon, liquor stores. Bourbon cooking I, I don't know. You must be 21 to purchase tickets. Where do I, I, I – I'm not finding – I'm not finding, like – Ticket information. I'm not actually finding bourbon cons. They've got a website or something. It says it's at like a hotel, right? Yeah, it's at the Griffin Gate. Like, I played golf there last year. Is that a big hotel? Uh, It used to be like immaculate, but it's one of those that's probably 30 years old. Convention center thing? Yeah. Okay. I went to a wedding there once. I think, I don't know if I ever told you this. Went to a wedding there once, and they were doing the local celebrity dancing with the stars at the same time. (laughs) Who were the celebrities? Like one of the horses that won the Kentucky. uh, How dare you? At uh, Greenland. How dare you? Anyway, I go in. I go feature Texas head coach to the restroom. Pull up to a stall. In walks, and next to me, Tim Couch, local celebrity Tim Couch. And I said, "Hey Tim, how are you?" He said, hey, "Buddy, how are you doing?" I said, nice penis. Number twenty-two. He was not number twenty-two. Yeah, he wore number twenty-two. Or no, he that was, he was number two. That was Jared Lorenzen. Yep. So hefty lefty, two so, best. Kentucky quarterbacks ever. So we may listen. Talk to Angie. This, it was, I mean, you ain't drinking, so ain't like you got anything else to do. <laughs> I'll talk to Abby. Well, I, yeah. I, but I don't see. They can watch the kids. Yeah, I don't see like how much it costs to get in or anything. 
travel date, bourbon con, bourbon con. That's like, um, bourbon con 2023 villain con. Sorry, I feel from... like there's going to be like some special guest appearance by holy like, shit. Uh, $75 to get in. I feel like that's going to have like special, uh, I feel special like... appearances by like Jerry, the King Lawler and like Phil Sims will probably be there signing autographs. I don't know. He's, he's not, he's, <laughs> he's not, not a Kentucky boy. No, they might be able to get uh, who? Um, let's see, Jeff Hostetler. Uh, Jim Harbaugh may come. <laughs> yeah, you like him, don't you? No, why not? Because he's a terrible human, and his brother is about to get whipped up on tomorrow night. And that's because Lamar Jackson's not playing. I can take a quarterback. Doesn't matter. He's Louisville quarterback, not Kentucky. Oh, I'm sorry. What what state is is Louisville in, David? Most of it is in Indiana. Oh, none of it's in Indiana. <laughs> New Albany. <laughs> uh, all right. So let the we'll keep you updated on our social medias. Make sure you go follow us, Beards Beards Pod. We'll let you know if we're gonna um, go to Bourbon Con. We're gonna go to Bourbon Con. I do want to go. There is a big bourbon, like a uh, like a big bourbon festival. Like they they have the Bourbon and Beyond Music Festival, which always has a really good lineup. Um, but there, I feel like there was another Bourbon and like Bourbon and Beer Festival. Yeah, that uh, I feel like that would be perfect for us to go and raise some cane. I'm not going to go through this whole list, but we've over the course of the 120 episodes talked to you about celebrity owned bourbons and spirits. And oh, is this the top the top celebrity owned top 11 celebrity owned? I'm just gonna, I'm going to give you three. Right, let's do the top three. Number number three. Give us the top five. A top five, okay. Top five. Number right. five. Digits bourbon. And you know who that is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Hold on, let me guess. Mm-hmm. Digits bourbon. Is that Scotty Pippen? It is Scotty Pippen. Okay. Uh, Pippen That's labeled the bottoms five. himself. There's a door with a a photo of his <laughs> signature <laughs> and his fingers. A photo of his signature. <laughs> That's what it says. Um, the next one we've four. talked about this as well. This says Kennessee bourbon, Sweetens Cove bourbon, Kennessee. Oh, that's Peyton Manning. That is Peyton right. Manning's. Yeah, because he had the 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 um, what was her name? The the fe- first female, yes, master distiller. Um, um, I can't remember see, her name. Uh, the first female, somebody can tell you he's. It doesn't say her name. It just mentions her. Just says the it just says the first female. Uh, also, it's um, it should be called Omaha Bourbon. That's the name of his like production company, Omaha Enterprises. This is a blended bourbon and is considered a luxury person purchase. Okay, number three, easy by the name Bradshaw Bourbon, Kentucky uh, Straight Bradshaw. Rye Whiskey. So we'll take that as you will. Um, number two. And okay. number, I feel this was probably number one on my list. Long Branch by Wild Turkey. Oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Number one, Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon Whiskey. You know who that is? I've had Heaven's oh. Door, but I didn't have the I didn't have the bourbon. I just had the whiskey. The bourbon Hold hadn't on. come out yet, and I've got the cool bottle here behind me. Heaven's Door. Mm-hmm. It's actually made in Tennessee. John Wayne. Bob Dylan. I know it was old. Yeah, that's Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay. I remember. So, I see it everywhere now. The Heaven's Door. It's got a cool bottle. 
It does have a cool bottle. Um, I, did, I think. Is there any other notable ones on there in the top 11? Um, let me scroll up here. I've got brown sugar. We've talked about that. That's Jamie Foxx's. I've never had oh, it, yeah. never seen it. Um, Wolfman straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, that's Wolfman. from Florida Georgia Lines. That's a country <laughs> yeah, bourbon. bourbon. Yeah, they got a bourbon. Bluestone okay. Manor. Don't that's a, that is. It's Jay Z. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that he has a bourbon. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, and look at number people. eleven is Virginia Black. And this is not bourbon; Virginia it's American whiskey. And Virginia Black. Hold on, Michael Vick. Mm-mm. It really has nothing to do with Virginia. <laughs> this guy's Canadian. Uh, Canadian. Uh, Dave Collier. Yep, Drake. <laughs> Drake. It's Drake. I didn't know he had a. It's it's whiskey. It's okay. Eighty proof whiskey. Would you drink a Dave Collier? Cut it out. Canadian Why whiskey. Cut it out. Holla back now. Cut it out. We Only get Dave Collier on. I bet we could get him on the show. Remember did you know, know the song uh, Alanis Morissette? Jagged Little Pill is all about Dave Collier. Yeah. Who's who knew? <laughs> People are like, what? The hell? Abby Dave just Coulier. recently got uh, fired back that. up a little. Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette's best role. I'm a bitch. That's is, different. That's, that's what's not her. Name? her. That's, that's that's not what's her Alanis name? Morissette. Meredith something. Yeah. Um, Alanis Morissette as an actress plays God in what movie for $10, David? Plays God. Plays God. I don't know. Is it a 90s movie? Mm. She's all that with Freddie Prince Jr. I will give you a hint. It is from my <laughs> favorite director. It's a movie from 1999 from my favorite oh, director. It's in the 90s. December 31st, 1999, it came Stars. out. Stars. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Alan Rickman. Think about that. I just gave you three big, three big. Uh, could be Harry rounders. Potter. Selma Hayek's in it. Rounders. It was highly controversial at the time, the movie was. It is called Dogma. It is called Dogma. Oh, I've never seen that. Ben Affleck. I didn't know that. Yeah, Ben Affleck. And uh, was that your favorite director who directed it? Kevin, Guillermo del Toro, Kevin Smith. Oh, he he directed a movie with I gotta watch this. So, Ben Affleck was in like his first five movies and then they fell out. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mall Rats, Chasing Amy. I mean, see, I, I wasn't really alive in 99, I was alive in the 90s, but so. This is what I don't like. You know, there's when we talk about nostalgic things, there's yeah. His movies to me it, at that point in my life were the funniest, most hilarious shits I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like I know about all the words to Mall Rats, Clerks is amazing. You know what I mean? Like the that I know people even like Clerks too. Clerks 2 was funnier than the original Clerks. So, and then uh, he had this deal you know, so he made these movies that the studios wanted him to make within his own confines, right? Mm-hmm. Then he gets out on his own, and he's made some of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. And so, like Jay and Silent Bob. The uh, Jay and Silent Bob, the first movie was okay. It had Will Ferrell in, like it, it's crazy. Then they, he did the reboot, which I bought 
as a supporter. Jay and Silent Bob strike back. And it was awful. It, it's And then I watched <laughs> Clerks 3. Again, okay. funny, but awful. Because he's playing to the people who love his movies. So, like, if you didn't know anything about it and we sat down and watched it, you'd have no fucking clue what was going yeah. on. Yeah, Zach and Mary make a porno. I watched that one. Um, He was in talks to be to direct to actually be like direct Superman. Really? That would be interesting. Yeah. And he did some stuff like, um, he did the He-Man stuff on Netflix, Master of the Universe. This is all right. Mm. But I just don't like, if I, I, I want you to love it. I would want you to love th- those things because I love them from back in the day. But if we sat down and watched them today, it would just like, it's a miss, you know? Not for me because I love them and I like like it's attached to so many memories. Yeah. But for you, it'd be like this is dumb as shit, and I would and I could not argue <laughs> that it wasn't. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, it would probably be. I mean, I get. I mean, because I lived through like the '90s, so I would get some of it. But yeah, and I always like to see. Like, I feel like I can. I try to like understand how you know things that are are dumb, like Shannon Daughtry is in Mallrats. Is like the peak. She was nine hundred two one zero. You know, like huge actress at the time. Jason yeah. London. I don't know. It's uh, it was crazy. But anyway, I'm here to tell you about our good friends oh, over at Rivalry Brews. Go to rivalrybrews.com. Use promo code BEERSBEARDS10. Get your 10% off. A little six-packy pack. You know what I'm saying? A little six-packy pack. Adam, put it together yeah. for you. Get it to you probably in, disclaimer, I'm lying, but probably in under two hours it'll be at your door. Yeah, before... If you order it at the beginning of the show, it'll be there before the end of the show. Yeah, It's not quite that way, but it is super fast. Very fast. So please go check them out. They have been great to us. And in turn, I hope we've been great to you by sharing that. Um, and just supporters of, of what we do. You know, as, as prominent micro-influencers, you have to look out for the small business. As large micro-influencers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this week, oh, I dread this, David, because I've already, this is, I was spoiler so alert. I've already this. drank this. <laughs> I know. So, and I already know what Gary's reaction. Do you, before you, do you think you're going to have the same yes. reaction that you had uh-huh. from the, okay. Uh-huh. So tell, tell people what you got. I have Knob Creek single barrel, small batch select, and this is a Kroger specific bottle. Yeah. Nine years old. So a little older than my son. It was it was <laughs> barreled one twenty five of two thousand twelve. It was a good year. Bluegrass MMA was in its heyday. David was a gateway MMA. In two thousand twelve? Mm-hmm. You are. Yeah, I guess I was. This was bottled ten twenty six of twenty one. Okay. It comes from the sixth floor, the fortieth rick. So I know exactly where this came from. And this bottle, you can't see it, but it's like it's con- contoured. It's a very nice yeah. bottle. I, Knob Creek makes a great bourbon. I'm going to say that. I am a fan of Knob Creek. Not as big a fan as my wife because it's a little hotter like the regular nine-year-old that you buy. But it's it's mm-hmm. one of the solid bourbons that you can buy anywhere. David, right. this is 120 proof. Yeah. And you know I have 
a delicate palate. <laughs> yes, very delicate. So we're going to see if we can get this. Oh, oh, that was good. Oh, I'll try this. <laughs> the regular nine years is, I think you said it already, but to have a re, you know a regular bourbon like their goat, their main bourbon is a nine year bourbon is is solid for Knob yeah. Creek. Like that's you can find on the shelf pretty much anywhere. Yeah, and it's like uh, forty bucks. Yeah, it's it's that like it's that mid range, but it's good. Yeah, second tier. Like, like you're never yeah. gonna go wrong. You know, and it it may be a little hotter than you like, but it, I had this conversation at, at work the other day about hot bourbon and that. It's like spicy food. You know, there's spicy food that has flavor, and then there's shit mm-hmm. that's just, they put just to it's make it hot. Spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, for, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. I can tell you, I don't like, haven't already I, had I this. This either. is the the first. This is hot with flavor. Like okay. on the nose, you you get the oak, but you but you get the fire too. You know, it punches like, you in the punches you in the throat. You're like, okay, I know it's a little oaky, so I know it's got a little age on it. Oaky afterbirth, but it's a, <laughs> but it's a, also. Side note, I'm putting off drinking this as long as I can. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> get it over. Yeah, there's a TikTok account called Bourbon Notes. Bourbon underscore notes, and they were doing exactly what we do. Oh my goodness! So we're gonna need to get the legal team for a little cease and desist. Gosh, damn. Yes, I gotta drink this. I'm gonna drink it. This is for this is for the boys who like that high powered, burn your stomach, but has a little taste to it. I also found a guy on TikTok that was not a bourbon drinker who was sipping bourbon until he liked it, and he yeah. almost threw up three times. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, I think and he was drinking uh, Elijah Craig to start with. And he's like, I don't have a big budget. I just bought this bottle. I want to be a bourbon drinker, but I don't like how it tastes. So I'm going to sit here and sip it. He's like, I'm going to sip it neat. And then I'm going to put some ice in it and let it sit. So yeah. kudos to him for wanting to be. I think you're born with it. You're either a bourbon drinker or you're not. You're going to like it or you're not. So Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I've like become, I didn't like bourbon before. Even after I started, you know, like enjoying beer and, and other spirits like i've always liked tequila and a little bit of rum every once in a while but i i feel like i've gotten into bourbon really just from this show and i've the biggest thing i think is you have to you have to know how to enjoy it yeah, and you, you got to know, know what you like that's why yes. i will never ever ever make fun of somebody or be judgmental about how you drink your bourbon you want to drink a pappy 23 with some sprite fire on it <laughs> yeah do i'm it. not that guy to be i'd be like hey can i have a sip of that <laughs> you know yeah um if you're the guy that likes Rebel Yell, b- b- do it. Like it's, yeah. It's, first of all, it's your money. It's your <laughs> right. experience. Do that. We've talked. Yeah, we've talked about this. The most common way that I drink bourbon is either with a little bit of ice or with uh, lime seltzer. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the summer, that is just hits different. Very, very refreshing compared to. You know, I'll get like some Maker's Mark or some Larceny, something like that, and a little bit of like you know, two ounces of bourbon, two three ounces of of uh, of lime flavored seltzer. Most I, most of the other flavors of seltzer I don't like with bourbon. Um, like I don't think I could do like a coconut. Couldn't put it with a white claw. 
No, I, like I'm not not even like hard seltzer, like just regular seltzer. seltzer. <laughs> yeah, seltzer uh, I mix water. mine with uh, Topo Chico because it tastes awful. Topo Chico, yeah. I like Topo Chico. Yeah, you would the seltzer, their hard seltzer is not very good. That's though. what I'm saying. Topo Chico is just like mineral water in itself, right? Yeah. All right, here yeah. we go. Knob Creek, single barrel, small batch. All that's just a marketing ploy. Hot bourbon. Here we go. Damn, my mouth's watering too. I got spit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That was way better today. You, you I hopped myself up. Definitely did not have the, the I hopped myself up. <laughs> Granted, I poured this and I let it sit while I talked for like, you know, a few minutes. So maybe that Yeah. Did. It calmed it down. That is extremely powerful on the palate. Yeah. The finish is not is not terrible. I mean it's still pretty stout, but the palate is where you get the the brunt of the flavor. Mm-hmm. Like my lips are a little numb now. Mm. Lips are numb. <laughs> I don't know. That's not one I would drink normally, but that's not to say it's not good. So, okay, let's, let's say this. So imagine you're at a place and that's all they have and you want bourbon. How would you, I would mix it how with would you take Diet it? Coke. Okay. That's, that's fair. I think that's, yeah, that's, I mean, because this is one where you're, you if you know how when you mix when you mix low proof bourbon with a dark soda, yeah, or whatever, you're going to get more of the soda taste and a hint of the bourbon. This is going to be right. you're going to taste the bourbon and a hint of the soda. That <laughs> <laughs> well it depends on how much you put. Yeah, but if you're doing like goes. an equal pour, or you know yeah. what I mean, like three parts Diet Coke, one part this it's it's you're still gonna get the bourbon i'm gonna finish this because i'm gonna be honest i kind of whole bottle no not the whole bottle. no this bottle will be here (laughs) i'll be giving you some of this take home that'll be going to your son when he turns 21 oh god it was snowing yesterday and he said dad it's christmas what the (laughs) hell it is (laughs) yeah we're saying it's coming back uh my christmas tree's still up though so uh, well, that's why he thinks it's still Christmas. You got to have that thing down by like the first. No, get, get Christmas you, out of his no, mind. Because I learned this. I don't know if you listened to the last episode close enough, but this is what I learned: the twelve days of Christmas start on Christmas. Did you know that? No. no. Yes, that's how. It, that's the twelve days of Christmas. Christmas is the first day. I guess that makes sense. But the, so really, we're way past twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> We're past that. <laughs> the people that only celebrate the one day, they're really not doing it right. Well, nobody celebrates like, the one day. People start celebrating on, a, like, <clears throat> Connie Thomas. Well, I know. Yeah, Connie. Celebrating. Does she still have her tree up? Oh, yeah. It'll be up till Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, I take mine. To, I, I'm very much like a, I enjoy the Christmas season. For two days. But the Chris, for me, the Christmas season is after Thanksgiving. Right. And until like New Year's Day, usually New Year's Day, I take down the, we take down the tree. Yeah, and that's it. That's most of our. I mean, we me. put up all of our decorations except the tree. Yeah, I th- and we have like, I mean, a good amount of decorations, but not so much that it's like labor intensive. Yeah, but you don't have kids. I imagine people that. Yeah, I imagine people that have a ton of decorations. Like I see, I still see houses that are you know tons of lights and things like that outside, and I'm like, well. I guess it makes sense. You're looking for that perfect day to go out there and take them down when it's like, 
you know, 60 degrees. Like today would be a great day to take, to take down your outside stuff. It's not. That second board didn't hit. So that's good. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? So like you're about to throw up. Oh, I almost did. I did not hit <laughs> as good. The mic. Oh, that's, I, yeah, I apologize well, you for to... you headphone listeners. <laughs> mm. Hopefully you are not eating breakfast. Oh my God. Cause... That David salute to Knob Creek, but it's a yeah. hard pass for me moving forward. I did get an ounce <laughs> down though. And I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I feel it. You feel it already? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Anyway, um, <laughs> this, but when it comes to Christmas decorations, I, this, I will be married 20 years this year. Wow. I know, right? And I'm only 22 years old. <laughs> so take that for what you will. Well, I know you um, proposed to Abby when her team made the final four. <laughs> of the middle school finals. <laughs> um, I proposed to my wife on homecoming. College homecoming. Yeah. Of your senior year or freshman year? Uh, in college, it would have been. I guess it would be like your. It was her junior year of college. And your third sophomore My year. third year working a real job. <laughs> My third sophomore year. Th- yeah. So anyway, one of the things uh, we want to touch on is David and I, one of our goals this year, besides Bourbon Con, we'll have to figure that out this week. I don't know if I want to spend $75, but. Yeah. Um, is we want to hit up Cedar Point now. America's roller coast. Um, and one of the things we were bummed about is Top Thrill Dragster, which looks like only insane people. It just it shoots straight up and goes straight down. It is fucking huge. Yeah, four hundred twenty feet, one hundred twenty miles an hour. Um, and they were like, it's mostly safe, and turns out it wasn't. Yeah. But I mean, would you if you knew it was a hundred percent safe? Uh, I mean, I, I want a little bit of danger in there. Yeah, fifty fifty. I'm good. Fifty fifty. Anything about fifty fifty. This park's gonna be named after me if this goes bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they Thomas are Point. refurbishing this, and we Cedar think Gary. we think Formula One is where they're going with it. That's yeah. So they they posted a video on I guess their social media and saying. Uh, a new, a whole new formula or something like that. With they, they showed you know the the track and things like that. So it doesn't seem like they're. At first, I think people were thinking, okay, maybe just retheming it and maybe painting it. But then, they, if if they would, if that's all they were doing, they probably would have been had it would have been able to be open this year. But it's not opening until twenty twenty four. So we'll see. They're also, I, I mean, uh, Cedar Point is on a peninsula. So it's not like they have like extra area that they can, you know, build a whole bunch of stuff yeah. out and, and, you know, cause it's, you go to one way, it's the water, the other way, it's the water, the other third way, it's the water and the fourth way it's land. So that it's not like they have, um, it's like universal you studios, like a, Hollywood. Yeah. It's on a hill. Yeah. So they don't have their, like, they just opened up a new super Mario world. And I think in 2025, that's our trip is we're going to go to epic universe and go to go to super Mar- super nintendo world i'm sorry and i saw the they had a soft opening this weekend and again all the nostalgia hit i mean it hit like a like super nintendo like it got me emotional like oh my god that was my childhood 
But yeah, so David and I are going to hit up Cedar Point uh, early spring and get a fast pass, and we're going to ride spring. all the rides. And I have it open till May, till the first week of May. <laughs> What? Oh, I guess it is. It probably does stay cold. Yeah, they don't up until the first week. Of, I went on Memorial Day weekend one time. It was like 55 degrees. It was not enjoyable. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go until it gets warm. Yeah, you want to go June, which sucks because like... And there's a brewery close, right? Yeah, Crazy Little Asian Guy Brewery. That's the name of it? Yeah, Clag Brewing. There's actually two. So there's that one that's in Sandusky and then Twin Oast, which is... We've had a, I've had yeah. a couple of their... I think on... on it's a freaking castle that's in, I think it's in Port Clinton, um, which is right down the street. So maybe go to those two breweries and then Cedar Point. Yeah, down for that. We talked a little and about. Do a, do a show live on the merry-go-round. Yeah. Um, one of David's favorite breweries ever, and he always sings their praises, Brewdog. <laughs> no. Came out with a very uh, Michael Scott-esque promotion that, I, did it backfire? Did it not? Who's to say he was out a bunch of money? But they did a Willy Wonka style solid beer can promotion where you bought, I guess, a case or twelve, whatever it is. Yeah, solid gold. They had these solid gold cans in uh, cases of Brewdog, uh, their IPA, punk IPA. Turns out, and this this is very shocking to me because I feel like every <laughs> everybody's honest. Um, yeah, these were not solid gold. Matter of fact, they were barely fucking gold. Yeah, they were gold plated. It was mostly brass, from what yes. the article says. So they're having to pay out the people that found them what a solid, solid gold beer yeah. can would actually be. Cost them a cool five hundred euros, I guess, approximately six hundred seven thousand dollars US. I feel for the marketing, it's probably worth it. Oh, uh, so know. it says facsimiles of the gold cans were hidden in cases of the. Brewdog Punk. What's a facsimile? We're talking about, you got, I think it's like a a gold. No, it's probably like a gold, you know, can that's like, you know, whatever. And then if you find it, it's probably gold colored can or something. If you find it, they gift you a real gold can as well as $10,000 worth of Brewdog investor shares and a VIP tour of its brewery in Scotland. Now one man who won one of the gold Punk IP cans, which a brewery valued at 15,000 euros, Discovered the can was neither solid gold and it was primarily brass. Uh, it says, uh, once he learned of the true composition, he was disappointed, adding that its true value was appraised to be closer to 10,000 euros than 15,000. Uh, a certificate provided by Brewdog revealed that the can was in fact only gold plated, but stood by its 15,000 euro value based on multiple factors, including the price we paid for its manufacturer, the constituent metal and quality of the final product, the standard retail markup and the rarity and uniqueness of the cans. Um, Yeah. So they made a boo-boo and I think they did this just to not get, they probably made people sign like, Hey, you can't sue us if you take this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Brewdog is a terrible company. Um, the owner James Watt has been, you know, accused multiple times of of sexual harassment and just like, being a general to... piece of shit. Yeah, uh, don't they rip people off all the time unapolog- unapologetically? Yeah, they did a thing where they ripped off like, um, yeah, like just people. They they did a thing where they stole people's ideas. Like they, you know, in a job interview, they. Um, said, what ideas do you have for us if you get a job here? And then they didn't hire the people, but then they, they used, used the ideas. Their ideas. <laughs> That's kind of brilliant, but also very shitty. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, like it's a, a fine line. <laughs> uh, in sadder news, David. Yeah. <clears throat> the price of beer. Very sad for me. The price of beer, which has not affected you yet. Uh, is Wait, is non-alcoholic beer more expensive than regular beer? Uh, it's, about the, it's about the same. The craft beer is more craft. Non-alcoholic is, is more expensive. And then if you get like, I mean, they've got O'Doul's. You know, Bud Budweiser has them, Heineken, et cetera. Those are about the same prices, like domestic or import, whatever. So, okay, it's about the same as whatever the counterpart. Yeah, alcoholic version. I mean, it's kind of got to be right. You're not going to pay more for 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 less. (laughs) You know. Yeah. Um. But Um, across the board, it's looking like prices of beer is on the rise. Yeah. Tell us what that means. Said uh, the average price of beer in the U.S. Uh, rose nearly eight percent from November 2021 to November 2022, and during the last 13 weeks of 2022, beer prices at retail rose much higher than normal, according to Bump Williams Consulting. Hey, this is Bump Williams Consulting. Bump Williams uh, Consulting, uh, an alcohol industry analytics company in Shelton, Connecticut. Uh, but basically, they said you know beer prices are raising. I will say this though, I think that. Um, more anecdotally, I think that beer has been something that it, it took a lot longer to rate, like for people to raise prices. Like it wasn't, I mean, you saw a lot of things as soon as we saw high inflation, like prices shot up fast beer. I think it took a little longer. Like it, it, it's, and I don't think it's been to the, to the extent that we've seen other commodities, uh, increase in price, but yeah, I mean, I think that. And I, I said this previously, but I think that, you know, the, the beer decline, some of it is price increase. Some of it is customer shifting to, you know, just other things like non-alcoholic beer. Uh, and also people shifting to things like seltzers and wine and canned cocktails. Like I always, um, and I was at uh, a, the party source uh, the other day, I always basically use them as a barometer because they sell everything. They sell if there is a if there's something that's on the on the market that they can possibly get in terms of like an alcohol product they will they will get it and in 2020 they shifted their bourbon to a bigger location uh and and now they have like an entire you know giant wall of bourbon um and then in the past 6 months or so they've really in, uh increased the amount of space for things like non-alcoholic beer things like canned cocktails, seltzers, um, and, and starting to cut back on, on the space for beer. And they're a business. They're going to do it. Ba- they're going to allocate space based on what they're selling. Right. So, um, that's what I, I always use that as a barometer. Like, you know, here's what's here. And there's so many canned cocktails out there. Like mm-hmm. everything, like I just go, I just, you know, walk around and look, I'm like that. This is ridiculous. How much they have like pre-made cocktails too. That's like not even in a can. It's like a, you know, a bottle of pre-made old fashioned. It's like, this is 20% alcohol. Like, um, but yeah, so the, I, 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 I see some, some shifting away from beer. Um, I think people kind of got a little bit of a, a, like, you know, beer in the past, like 10 years, 10, 12 years has, especially craft beer has grown so much so fast that there's probably going to be like a correction in the next couple of years. And then, Maybe we'll see people, you know, shift back to to beers. Like I, I, I told you, I've I've already seen places shifting from, you know, 
crazy, you know, IPAs and, and things like that to, you know, more drinkable beers like lagers and, and you know, light ales and, and things like that. Um, but we'll probably see a shift back the other way in the next, you know, five years or so. So there you go. Soapbox. Yeah. I, listen, I think with inflation and everything, everything's going to take a little bit of a hit, but um, I don't want to, I think beer's recession proof. Beer's inflation proof. People are going to buy beer regardless. Yeah. You know, I think the other part of it too is, what format are they buying it in? Yeah. Are they, if, if we go, if, if I could, if I'm buying craft at, I don't know, and I'm being arbitrary here. Cause I don't know, but say, say I'm, I'm paying $15 a six pack. I don't know yeah. if that's, or I can get a, a, between, a, it depends on the beer, yeah. but yeah, you can get, or if I can get cheap beer for 11. To, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah, I, it makes sense. And like it, I think that a lot of like, just like a lot of other things, the middle is kind of getting squeezed out. So mm-hmm. people are either going got to be one or the know, other, super cheap, or people are going super premium. And that that middle ground, which we didn't even talk about it, but there's been uh, um, New Belgium rebranded the the beer Fat Tire, which for a long time was one of the best selling uh, beers on the market, and they rebranded it. Um, I guess it's no longer considered like an amber ale. Yeah. Um, and because the company has seen like losses of that beer in the past, like since 2016, like I think it was 50 some percent. Um, and the company has been staying afloat by, by their voodoo Ranger line of like IPAs. Yeah. I see um, voodoo Ranger a lot. I hear, I, I yeah. see that just in, not that I'm even trying to pay attention to craft beer, but that seems to be a thing. Yeah. It's, it, it's done really well, especially at like, at, um, at like chain retail, like grocery stores, places like that, where people are like, Oh, I want like a, you know, they do the big thing is they do the, the IPA mix packs of those. And it's like, I got four different styles of IPA. Right. And it's like, I was thinking of it like the suburban people in, you know, are buying it to have in their, in their fridge. Like, Oh, when, when the kids come over, they'll, they'll have an IPA. Angie's parents always have something like that in their, in their fridge whenever we go. And they're heard. My father-in-law is very, well versed in the uh in the craft beer world though so it's it's not as much as like some places some people you might think but yeah the um the other thing too is is uh people were saying like who is drinking all this stella like stella artois like it's not that good of a beer but it's like it's so so fascinating that it's like uh marketed as this like super premium fancy Mm -hmm. uh it's really not though is it beer and it's no it's it's terrible it's like you know pretty low quality beer but it's people that want to be want to be fancy like i need something different than bud light to be to be fancy so i mean i used to think it was fancy i used to think uh killian's irish red was fancy i I, had one of those in forever i've not either but those are powerful (laughs) powerful yeah no, yeah reds our show or reds uh killians yeah killians yeah. they're not that powerful it's like five five and a half percent i don't know but they're strong i don't know <laughs> it has a strong be- like beer flavor like if you don't like that beer flavor you're not gonna like it so all right well, listen, we hope everybody has a great weekend. We hope that the the increase in beer prices doesn't stop you from enjoying yourself. Or if you're doing dry, dry January, you're halfway done. Keep going. David, yep. I'm proud of you. 
I'm really excited at the opportunity that we may do bourbon con and you have to be sober and for once <laughs> see con. me drunk and take care of me as a drunk man. Yeah. So I'll push you around in a, I'll get, I'll get a wagon and I can pull you have probably have a wagon for Harlan. I, uh, yeah, I have a wagon here. Yeah. I'll pull you around in it. <laughs> Bring both of those. So we're going to, this is the commitment we have. We've recorded um, two hours to get one hour in. This goes up yep. today as we record it. So if you're listening on a Saturday night, God bless you. Don't forget, you can uh, <laughs> review us, night, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. I think most everybody listens on just the Apple podcast that's already or on your Spotify. iPhone yeah, or Spotify. Yeah. So if you're listening to us on your way to the club. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah get a uh get a if you're going to the club yeah get a vegas bomb for me or yeah you know what i was craving the other day weirdly tater tots no an irish car bomb oh dude i can't uh, no i love those my buddy's like oh they taste like coffee the fuck they taste like coffee <laughs> i last year on on uh St. Patrick's Day was was the only one doing Irish car bombs. Everyone else is like, I'll do like a Jack you know, and whatever. Coke. Yeah. No, not even that. They were drinking beer. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm out there getting hammered, drinking Irish car bombs and asking this dude that if if uh, if uh, his truck had a Hemi in it. <laughs> it's just trying to make friends. <laughs> you don't even know Gary. what a Hemi is. I, I, I know that it's a thing. <laughs> He's like, I don't do any of that diesel shit. It's like, all right, nice to meet you, sir. <laughs> Give us a review. We to do, yeah, share this with your friends. If you got something you want us to share, let us know. We love you. We'll be back next week, hopefully, on the precipice of going to the damn Bourbon Con. But we'll figure that out this week. Uh, <laughs> until then, take care. Have a great week. Thanks for the support. We out.